Welcome to Media Rewind on the Boom Howdy Podcast Network. Boom Howdy. I'm Dustin P. I'm Genius McGee. And we are back again this week. Yes! For Into the Badlands from AMC. Back to the Badlands. Absolutely. We are in our roundhouse wheelhouse. Ooh. (laughs) So we are going to be actually covering (laughs) chapter 25, which is entitled Chamber of the Scorpion, and 26, Raven's Feather, Phoenix Blood, mm-hmm. which aired on the 24th and 25th of this month. Yeah, we figured you, since it was a two-night thing, we'd just put them together and do one. Yeah, and honestly, I'm very happy that the show is back. Yes, me too! I'm super bummed that it is actually the final portion of the the show that we love so much. But right. Hey, we got what we got, and we're, we're all the more grateful for it. And at least it's, we know it's not going to end on like some shows... That end after a season and then never have any closure. At least we're going to get some sort of closure. Yeah, exactly. You know, if if we never figured out who shot Jr., I think we would be we <laughs> would be the lesser. We're showing our age now. Piss on you, Dallas was great. <laughs> Lance Dallas is a place in Texas, and it was a TV show in the eighties. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so the genius and I talked off air. The way we're going to break down this episode is really just follow the character arc so far mm-hmm. as as we've gotten them through the first two episodes. So. With that being said, we do dive directly into the episodes for the sake of brevity and also our listeners. So, spoiler, spoiler, spoiler. Turn it off if you have not seen the episodes. Right. We'll give you about three seconds. And go. You get what you get now. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So, Genius, what was your take on the first episode, Chapter 25, entitled Chamber of the Red Scorpion? Okay. So, I saw this episode twice. I saw it when it first came out. And then, for watching this one, I'm like, eh, I'll watch it again. Now, to be 100% honest, the first one, I, first time I saw it, I was a little disappointed overall, right? Okay. I think because I was so hyped and so ready for craziness, you know, because it's been forever since we've been back to the Badlands, right? I think I set myself up for failure. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But upon this second rewatch, I appreciated way more than I did last night, you know? So overall for this episode, first one, I really dug it. I really dug it. Second episode, I liked a lot better, but this one I really liked. Okay. So let's just go ahead and talk about chapter 25. We'll get to chapter 26, and then I'll have you rank them like we do on all of our episodes. Yeah. So with the Chamber of the Red Scorpion, really <coughs> the, I guess the character arcs that we need to follow, we, we get reintroduced to Sonny. We get mm-hmm. reintroduced to the Pilgrim and mm-hmm. Cressida, evil Oprah. <laughs> we, we get very little with Nathaniel Moon and Lydia. Very little. Uh, and But we get a lot of good interplay with Baji and Sonny and Baji and the Pilgrim. And then Widow and, and Widow, the Master. Right. Mm-hmm. So of, and I think the, probably the easiest way we can break that down is we do the Pilgrim, Sonny, Baji, Cressida, and those guys all, all in them, one. And, and then, then we then just the, focus on the Master and Widow. Right, because the Master and Widow, as of right now, they don't have any interplay with all the other characters. Yeah, they're kind of Off on their own, right. like they're, they're at the Shaolin Temple basically so let's start with let's do uh widow and master okay and what we see with widow and master is that you know at the end of the the last i guess you would say season 3a mm-hmm. we we see this gigantic battle between baron chow yumiko from amc's the walking dead right wink wink nudge nudge Go listen <laughs> to the episode it dropped today uh, and and the widow mm-hmm. over you know everything that's going to happen in the Badlands because they are two of the only barons that are standing at this point and they're right in the heart of war. Yep. So then next thing we know, whoop, <laughs> widow gets thrown in the trunk, okay, style. That must be like the Abbot's mo. 
Yeah. <laughs> they just don't know what else to do with people. So it's like throw slap, them in a trunk. Yeah, slapjack somebody over the back of the head and throw them in a trunk. Right. In an old-timey trunk. Boop. <laughs> it's like a seafarer's, like, yeah, closet. No, it should be, they should have, like, you know, stickers like Bora Bora and, like, Fragile. Tiki Island and shit like that all over the place. No, but I, you know what? I wouldn't mind a widow in the box. Cause yeah. when they open it up, when they, when we open, when we see them taking it finally to the uh, Shaolin Temple, and they open it up with that sword, she didn't waste no time, just, just straight up in the air, coming down and ready to fuck shit up. I love the widow, as Deadpool would say, superhero landing, superhero yep. landing. She nailed it too. Yeah, she was ready to fight, but she was no match against the master and, and man. She was completely pissed. I mean, mm-hmm. I'd be kind of pissed too if I was oh, yeah. like in the, in the back of an old timey truck, you know getting driven around in the back of a trunk so mm-hmm. i mean that would be kind of rough i don't even like riding in the back seat let alone in a trunk in the trunk I, I, you know <laughs> <laughs> junk in the trunk yeah i would be junk nice. in the trunk <laughs> i wouldn't even jump out i would just like roll out just like blah. fall over <laughs> the black but but the fight sequence that we see between the the master and the widow is you know I, we we've gushed about this this show for you know years now. Yeah. About how well choreographed, how well shot, you know the the fight sequences, the the cinematography behind the fight sequences, the camera angles, everything kind of being um, very. I guess it harkens back to like Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, with a mm-hmm. lot of wire work and, and mm-hmm. you know stunts like that. And man, this one didn't disappoint. No, I like this fight. It felt like Minerva was uh, holding back a little bit, but of course she's been locked in a trunk. So true. You need to kind of get out there and stretch your legs, do a little Jane Fonda, you know, twenty minute workout action to kind of stretch out. But it was great to see how badass the master truly is because she mm-hmm. hardly laid any punches. It was all just like dodges mm-hmm. and like using her own body against her. It was like, damn, you are a badass. And There's then, a reason why they call you the master. The master. And then finally, when she does that, whoop, 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 that pressure point shit, mm-hmm. fucked her up, twisted her arm. I was like, damn. Yeah, she kind of like broke her arm and broke her leg and <laughs> just kind of like broke it down. Yeah. You know, so the widow is, is laid up in traction yeah. for, for all intents and purposes. Because I don't think in the history of the show, anybody has beat the widow's ass that bad no i mean she's she's taking some lumps yeah Die. <laughs> but not but, where but yeah not she's, where she's never like, been like torn up exactly so like and master did it effort effortlessly you know just like pip 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 what else you got <laughs> very true and i mean we we've seen that the abbots you know what what genius is referred to as the shaolin monks you know, the, the abbots are very formidable fighters. Mm-hmm. I mean, we saw the three abbots take, you know, pretty much take down Sonny. Yeah. At the end of, uh, was it season, season one? one. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I, I would like to see more abbotting, you know, in, in later on in this season. So I'm sure we will when the war yeah, comes. Exactly. Yeah. Because we've got a we've got a nice little setup with the abbots, uh, the master widow and then everything that's going to be happening on the the next portion of the episode that we talk about through the the theme line throughout the at least these first two episodes is where the lines are being drawn and i like where this is going and i cannot wait that because we even say later on we're still in the master and the widow scene you see her trying to like eat food and she's all like hobbling and shit Mm -hmm. because everything's broken and then it was a pretty cool thing to see too but because we know that the master now has a different type of chi too, because she goes, okay, you need to learn how to adapt. Use your other hand because the dark chi that you want is basically, it can be good 
for healing as well. And brrrr, she just healed her instantaneously like that. And I think that like was another thing for Minerva to see because she was like, oh shit, there's more to this chi as possible. Yeah, it's not just a destructive force. It's mm-hmm. actually, a, you know, a helping and a healing force. Yeah. Which you, that's been her, I guess, her MO ever since we were introduced to the Widow is that she has really wanted to better the life of the cogs and, and all the people of the Badlands. Yeah. You know, it was it was always one of those things where she had to assert her power just to be able to be in a position, mm-hmm. you know, to kind of um, bring about this change. But now we see that she can actually do better things with her gift. Yeah, that's been that's been taken from her. But you know? as at this point right now, she just still wants the power to fuck shit up. I mean, you know? honestly, I mean, I would just want the power to eat some food. <laughs> right. You know, I, I'd, I'd like to be able to handle some chopsticks or a fork, one of the two. I'm left-handed, but I'm ambidextrous when it comes to snacking. So <laughs> hey, like... I'm the same way. I don't even need hands, man. I, if I ever travel to Iowa, I'm going to be one of those bags. I'm going to be one of them, one of those pie-eating contests. Tired behind my back. <laughs> but but we get the the interplay between the, the the master and the widow just because you know they've they've been linked for so long because the widow has had this power yeah you know she's had this gift and apparently the master had taken it from her mm-hmm. you know either she deemed or not you know, ah, for for lack of a better term maybe too um, impetuous right and she still is you know because she even calls her out she goes you just want to use this for power you know you can squabble about your little war and... right now and <laughs> right <laughs> You can squabble about your little war that you got going on right now, but at the end of the day, there's a bigger one to it. And she goes, okay, I'll help you fight. And in return, I want my power back, Mm -hmm. you know? And, like, it's... (laughs) She's... Unfortunately for the Widow, she's not looking at it in the long game. Master is, but Widow's not. And I think at the end of the day, because that's where kind of we ended on this episode with them, Mm -hmm. that, like, the Master's like, okay... I'll get your power back, but you're gonna go through some shit first. Yeah. You know? Yeah, trial by uh, trial by fire. By fire. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And that's where we leave off at that. And then that's what's like like, ooh, what's gonna happen next? Right. I'm ready for that. And and like you said, you know, we get a very abbreviated uh snippet with the master and mm-hmm. widow and we we leave off there, but I mean with the other portion of the episode with Sonny and Baji, you know, um the the pilgrim in Cressida, we get a lot of good like backstory and kind of like the the interplay between those two characters because we know that Sonny and the Pilgrim knew each other in a in, in their previous life. Mm-hmm. You know, in their earlier lives. Yeah. And Pilgrim makes many, you know, allusions to it, you know, you were always faster than me, you were always better than me, I always looked up to you, but now now I have the juice. Right. <laughs> you know, so but now the pilgrim is even more powerful than Sonny. Mm-hmm. But I do kind of find it interesting that, you know, Sonny can handle his own without even unlocking his dark power. Yeah. Or we keep calling it dark power or gift, whatever you want to call it. It's the dark chi. Right. It's the dark chi. But, um, no. So we get there. And, um, <laughs> all of a sudden they're like, okay, so we have a, we got to show you what we got. Lo and behold, Badgie. Is in the jail cell. Mm. Oh, where he always is. <laughs> right. Every, a, every time we introduce him. He's been, he's been locked up more than a town drunk. Right. Otis. <laughs> every time we see him, he's locked up or in trouble or something. But he always manages to get out of it. And I really like that about that. You know? Mm-hmm. Telling you, Nick Frost is my favorite character on this one. But we see him then, like, he's been trying to fuck with the um, Azure Temple of Doom. Right, so trial by fire by combat, and like he goes, oh man, uh, 
he goes, that's some bullshit or something like that. Because I think deep down he knew he was going to win. Of course he knew he was going to win. And what happens is the pilgrim actually takes eight of his most loyal disciples Mm -hmm. and he gives them the dark power. He gives them the gift and he calls them his harbingers. You know, so that's it's like rad. That's, that, that's I mean, rad I want a name. nickname too. Yeah. Bes- besides just Mount Baldy, I think it would be kind of awesome to be like the Reaver. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, something crazy. But but he has these harbingers that that you know, have this dark power that are being set out to do his bidding. Yeah, and you know they they allude to it in the second episode, which we won't get into. But the Pilgrim is building a small army. Mm-hmm. You know, and he's he's passing on this this power this this dark energy to these people to act as you know foot soldiers in his war and he's a everybody in his elite circle i guess are bad enough badass enough alone to do some major damage without the dark g that, yeah that's true i mean you look at nixon i mean you know castor was killed off in i believe it was episode six but they could take season. out a whole battalion by he, themselves yeah, instantaneously when, he, even when we're introduced to the pilgrim you know nixon uh castor uh, they're they're probably two of the best fighters that we've seen on the mm-hmm. show, mm-hmm. and that's saying a lot because we got some pretty badass fighters. Anybody with dark chi unfortunately has the instant advantage. Oh, and yeah. like it's like yeah, and and what you alluded to earlier is when the pilgrim tells Baji, you know, you you've strayed from the ways. You, you're going to have this trial. Uh, they kind of borrow it from Game of Thrones. You're going to have this trial by combat. Mm-hmm. And Baji goes, okay, you know, no problem. Kind of, kind of loads up his fist like Henry Cavill, Mission Impossible style. And then all of a sudden, the the dark one, the one of the harbingers, cuts himself to unlock his dark power. And, and Baji's just like, oh, that's not fair, right? <laughs> <laughs> and, and like, I I loved this fight. Something about fat guys flipping around, kicking ass, is something like heartwarming to me. Yeah, and I think we talked about it in, in season two. It's kind of like Kung Fu Panda. Yeah, I've always wanted to be like the fat guy that cut Kung Fu shit up, you know? But Badgie's over there. He's getting his ass kicked, but he's doing some sweet dodging. Mm-hmm. Like when he does that one move when um, the guy's about to jump up and he winds up ducking and he kicks the two guys yep. right in the face and like almost explodes their head. <laughs> like, blah! You just see blood go everywhere. And I was like, ha-ha! And then next thing you know, flip, 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 flip. He's ready. He's ready to fight. He gets his ass kicked again. But I was like, oh, no, not Badgie. I didn't think he was going to die, but I thought they were going to really kick his ass. Well, and, and like we've seen in so many other shows, so many other movies, so many other anecdotes, pride cometh before the fall. Mm-hmm. The harbinger grabs him by the collar and kind of dra- drags Badgie out. You know, not a lifeless Badgie, but, a, you know, a definitely defeated Badgie across the floor. And Sonny's obviously concerned. He's well, even got a knife. He's ready yeah, to, like, step in. and like, Exactly, yeah. And, and the, the weird thing is, like, um, Cressida was holding on to Henry, so he was ready to go and step in, even though it might have been perilous to Henry in a roundabout way, right. which I think is like... Because who knows what evil Oprah's going to do at that point. Right, right. But anyway, so then fortunately when we see, like, right when things are about to get dire, Badgie, of course, always has the ace up his sleeve. Of course right? he does. Of course he, he does. does. He's Badgie. He, he sits there and talks shit to the Harbinger. The Harbinger, you know, <laughs> brings him up, like, is just choking him out and whatnot. And then Badgie kind of does this. Uh, he, ma- he makes him pull him closer so he's within striking distance. Mm-hmm. And he does the little dim mock, like, turn off button <laughs> in the, the two sides of his neck, kind of like a, where Frankenstein's bolts would right. be. <laughs> Apparently it's the off switch for the Dark Chi. And the the guy just drops him. Badgie grabs him and completely, you know, 
Spins, yeah, spins his neck 180. Like to his, where the, the harbinger is then looking at the pilgrim with his back turned to him. Right. It's like, whoa. God damn. And then Badgie's like, you think you're the only one that can turn this shit off? What you got next? Yeah. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Just talking shit. I love Badgie. And then like, but they beat his ass and then throw him in the jail again. And then before but, that. But before that, let me let me ask you this, because you're a huge Nick Frost fan. And, yeah. And you're a huge Badgie fan with this show. Mm-hmm. Um, now, is this all a part of Baggy's plan? You know, kind of how he, he talks to Nix while he's in the cell and saying, you know... Th- yeah, we forgot lo- about he, that. He's losing his cool, you know, and he's talking about the Pilgrim. You know, th- this guy is only out for, you know, destruction, his own means, because they follow this guy like a religious zealot. Mm-hmm. So when he's talking to Nix, he kind of plants that seed in her head, and, and she goes, I know what you're trying to do. No, you- and Baggy goes, no, I've already done it. Yeah, no, no, no. He said you said that he was trying to plant the seeds. She goes, "I'm not trying to plant the seeds. The seeds were already planted. I'm, I'm just watering the shoots." Right. And he's a hundred percent right because even since back in the, uh, the beginning of season three, when uh, Pilgrim killed Crestor, she's all his uh, Castor. <laughs> he didn't kill a heart medication. <laughs> Castor. <laughs> That's what I call a callback, kids. And callback uh, caster, she was pissed off. And she's still pissed off, right? Right. She's always had that. She's like, you know what? If I'm I'm really just disposable to this guy. Mm-hmm. You know? He says he's my, he's my, I guess, protector and friend. Like father figure. Father figure. But at the end of the day, I don't mean shit to him if I'm going to get in his way. And he continuously says, no matter who you are, if you stand in the way, you're going to go. Yeah, and that will fall. Right. So Badgie's one hundred percent right. That doubt was already there, and he could tell even by some of the stipul, even the things that they said together. Because no matter what Pilgrim would say, even whatever rousing speech he would give, you'd always see Nick's like going, "Uh, okay, mm-hmm. all right, I, I kind guess." Of a, a disbelief and begrudgingly uh, agreement. Yeah. So he saw that because Badgie is very astute. He has to be to be survive this long. So he's like, "No, you, yeah, I'm just." Feeding what you need to hear. Right, but not just with Nick's, though. I mean, like, overall, do you think Baggy's playing the long game in terms of trying to get, like, all of the Pilgrim's converts, you know, all of his entourage to, to really believe that this guy is only out for himself? Because when Baggy kills that harbinger in, in, like, the throne room for uh, the, the Natural History Museum throne room. Uh-huh. When when he does that, he, This man is not a god. Right. He, he says... He says you know, multiple lines to just call the pilgrim out on his bullshit. Yeah. So do you think he's now planting the seed with everybody else that's going to rise up against the pilgrim? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. He's planting the seeds and it's smart to do because if they're religious zealots and they believe he is like the end all be all God that can control everything for somebody to like be a, like, I, for lack of a better term, false prophet saying, look, he's just a bullshit artist, you know, mm-hmm. don't follow him. I did the same magic tricks that he does. Yeah, and at the at the I guess the 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 climax of the fight sequence between Baji and and the Pilgrim, the Pilgrim gets ready to to strike a death blow on Baji, and Cressida has to remind him, you know, don't don't do this with emotion. You have yeah. to think with your head. And so I mean, the Pilgrim is coming unhinged, and it's bullshit too because he kind of even went back on his word. He was like, okay, this is to test your faith. Mm-hmm. This is a trial by combat. Yeah, and I mean, so he's he, drinking. He's drinking his own cult Kool Aid. Yeah, is what he it's pa- doing. and theoretically, Badgy passed the trial of cult combat, right? Mm-hmm. So he should be free, but yet he's about to kill her in front of everybody. Like, like you said, 
you're losing your cool, you're going nuts. Uh, that's more to the Badgie's point. Like, this dude cannot be followed. You cannot drink this guy's Kool-Aid. Right. So. And I, I did think it was kind of cool. I mean, we've talked about, you know, Giovanni Lapari and all the guys that do the, the costumes and whatnot on the show. We've talked about the stunt work. Did you kind of get a little bit of a Carpenter-esque nod? Like when the, the pilgrim was pontificating up on the stairs, you kind of had that. You kind of had like the, the, the little Duke synth, of Unorgay number one. The, the, the little synth beat going on. You know, the music is good in this, kinda, in this season so far. Yeah, I mean, it, it brings it. I mean, it brings yeah, it the, the, the tension. It brings the the sense of like fright. and Yeah. I mean, honestly, I personally like the fight music. Mm-hmm. I, I think it sets it up well. And I mean, I've, I've always been a fan of the main theme. So, you know, I, I think the, the music. The musical cues in this last portion of the season are, are pretty pretty awesome. I would agree. So we see that, you know, Baggy is locked back up in the cell. Lo and behold, you know, Sonny comes to his rescue. But before that all happens, I, I thought it was a pretty interesting, like, snippet of the episode when Sonny is going to find weaponry. Baggy says, you know, we're going to need a lot of swords to get out of here. We're, mm-hmm. we're, we're going to need to make an escape, but you need to find us some weapons. So... Sonny is going, like, I guess this, like, the history armory, you know, mm-hmm. kind of like the history of warfare or whatever, mm-hmm. and, and he's trying to track down some weaponry, and Cressida walks in holding Henry, and it's one of those yeah. blink-if-you-miss-it kind of beats, but, you know, Sonny says, you know, thank you for taking care of Henry, and he starts to walk toward him like, you know, the father would grab his kid, Well, Cressida she turns, like, turn, back, literally, like, this like, baby's mind, yeah, like, completely turns her body yeah. and walks to the side, yeah, and... You know, Sonny's face is just like, wait a minute, chick. This, this is my kid. What are you, what are you doing? Yeah, exactly. And, I caught she that. Go, yeah, and she goes on to say, you know, multiple things about how, you know, savage human beings were. And they, they've they've wasted all of this effort to find ways of inflicting pain on people. Much like what the Pilgrim's doing. Mm-hmm. So even even her, I think she's like the, the master, or the master oh, puppeteer. she's totally the puppet master of everything. She's totally the brains behind the brawn. She's pulling the strings because she's the one, we'll go in later on the next episode, but putting mm-hmm. whispers in people's ear. And she's feeling out Sunny right now. Like, yeah, and she even said, had a line like, I wouldn't expect a guy like you to mm-hmm. understand what bringing hope is. And he goes, yeah. what do you mean? Like, you're nothing but a killer. And so, like, she's even worse. Right, because earlier on in the season, I mean, and this is back before the hiatus, we see Cressida having these like visions mm-hmm, of, of all of, of all of the the clipper marks that mm-hmm. are tattooed on Sonny's back, and she is like completely fearful of Sonny for apparently not just necessarily his fighting skills, but what he's bringing. You know, we we've got this this whole I guess the analogy of what he brings to the fight besides just the fight. Yeah, you know, because we still know that Sonny has this dark power. And if he's holding his own against, you know, dark power holders without using it, mm-hmm. what the hell is going to happen when he unlocks the magic? Exactly. <laughs> I mean, the magic when he Oreos it. Oh, it's going to be awesome. <laughs> I mean, we're, we're going to talk about probably the, the end of this season when Sonny finally realizes his true strength. We're probably going to be talking about this for quite a while. Yeah. So, I mean, it was it was pretty interesting. It was a, it was a pretty good setup episode. After, you know, such a long hiatus and kind of reintroduced everybody back into the fold. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we saw MK again. He's working at the, the Azra Salt Mine. <laughs> no, so, but, well, because we got to go back because we missed a couple of things. Speaking of MK and the Salt Mines. So, <laughs> he's at the Thuggy Cult. No, so, like, they finally escape with Henry. Um, it's Henry, Sonny, and Badgie escape the prison. 
And then he goes, here, take the baby. I'll meet you, the Lydia, I'll meet you at Tilda's camp. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go back in and finish to start this. And then he's like, Badgie's like, let's just go. He goes, no, no, no. I need to finish what you started. Yeah. Son, we got to stop Sonny this. needs to sabotage, you know, the 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 main the the main temple of Azra and some, or the newest temple. Yeah, of Azra. and somebody has to save the baby and and Badgie save the, the baby. Save the baby. But Henry uh, Badgie's a better choice because he can get to where he needs to go. Yeah. And Sonny's the fighter. So, yeah, he's stuck around. He starts beating the shit out of the machine and I'm over there watching it and like MK's in the gruel line, right? And he sees there's something wrong, comes down, total superhero pose mm-hmm. when he falls yep. on the ground. The Iron Man pose. I yep. was like, fucking MK, right? MK. Gets all dark cheek and beats Sonny's ass. And I mean, he didn't really do a ton. Uh-uh. I, but... <sighs> Enough to knock, to knock him out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Kicked him up against the wall. <laughs> so, I mean, it's like, wow, okay. All right, that just happened. And then brings him back to MK Pilgrim. I'd like to come home now. My brother a present. Right? I don't like the gruel they serve. Right? It's like gruel Tuesdays. Because it's funny because everybody's all like in the work clothes and they're all like in rags and like burlap sacks and he's still rufioed up, you know? Yeah, so, he was kind of still in his, in his like, I guess you would say official royal royal, royal garb. garb. Yeah, like, I want to go home now. I've learned my lesson. Plus, he's a bitch, like turning on MK or turning on something like that. Well, anyway, dude, we know from earlier on in the season that, you know, once that, you know, once MK's visions and memories were unlocked, it was Sonny that killed his mother. You know, and Sonny even admitted to MK, you know, look, I, that was a different time. I was doing what my what my Baron told me to do. His Baron. His Baron. Yeah, Quinn. <laughs> Quinn and Quinn. So, Quinn. so all he was doing was pretty much following, following orders. orders. Yep. Yeah. So with, with the first episode, chapter 25 of uh, Chamber of the Red Scorpion. Do we have anything else that we need to touch on? Yeah, we missed talking about um, the fight between Pilgrim and Sonny. Oh, that was... I, w- I wouldn't even classify that as a fight. Dude. I mean, that was that was probably Sonny just getting his ass kicked. He held his own for a little bit, I gotta say. Until Pilgrim until went all Pilgrim dark cheat him. Yeah. Because like, I, I like Pilgrim's fighting style because he's a bigger dude. He even says... I'm slower than you, but I pack a bigger punch. Well, now no, I, I got to disagree with you on that one because if you look the way that they're the way that they were punching and counter punching each other, they were using each other's moves. Yeah. So you could tell when they, they were trained, trained together. They they had trained extensively together in either the same style, and and maybe Sonny had picked up a couple things, and Pilgrim had picked up a couple things. But if you notice the the fight sequence between the two in the middle there. When they're kind of shuffling feet and kicking each other, uh, kicking each other's mm-hmm. feet and whatnot, they they're exact mirror images of one another. Yeah, I mean the blocks are the same, the punches the punch that is each the same each, at the each same per- time. Right. Yeah, yeah, and even when they throw the loaded up, you know wh- what you would think is like the the ultimate punch. They both throw it at each other, knock each other across the room, and they both do the the little backflip or mm-hmm. the front flip off of their shoulders to get back up. I liked it. Yeah, I liked that fight. I was like, "Oh shit, this is someone that can match Sunny blow for blow, very formidable." But then he comes out and like dark cheese it up, and just kicks the shit out of him. Yeah, kicks him out a window. Yeah, or, or throws him out a window. Well, but... and he, even before that, he's running up the dinosaur, right? And mm-hmm. I'd be like, "I'm running out there too." He ran into Cressida for a brief minute, right? Now, do you think the Sunny was going after Cressida, or was he just trying no. to get? I think he a, was a trying to. Position. I think he was just trying to get in a different position and escape. If I was him, I would have got a lick in real quick and then like, just punched her on the <laughs> run by. Yeah, I did it. 
and then just <laughs> run out the window. Jump you know? out the window. Because like, <laughs> <laughs> if anybody deserves to get punched in the face, it's, it's Cressida. You know what I'm saying? Because wow. <laughs> especially by Sonny. Cressida's over there constantly She's talking trying, shit. I know. Taking the baby. Talking, yeah, right? trying, to, trying to steal his son. Instead, run in. It's a run by punching. That's all. And then out the window she goes. Or he goes. This isn't Grand Theft Auto. Well, why not? <laughs> True. Grand Theft Badlands. Uh, no. Then he tries to escape. Pilgrim catches up and just beats the shit out of him again. Mm-hmm. And right out the window. Like, you're once my brother. And see, he even said, okay, so we talked about, like, sowing the seeds of dissent for um, Nix. Mm-hmm. He came back in that speech even before he kicked his ass and was like, look, even I must be tested. One, the man who I call brother is now standing my way. I'm going to kick his ass and let this go be a lesson to anybody. Don't let anybody, any mother mother or father. And he turns to Cressida. He, Cressida. he goes, any daughter or son turns to Nix. And then nobody or anybody I call brother and he turns to Sonny mm-hmm. will stand in my way for what I want to do. I'm going to kick his ass. And I was like... You have conviction, you know, one that makes things what happens to Nix a lot more like, hmm, give her more doubt. Okay. Two, it makes things that happened with Cressida a little bit more like, but we'll get into that later. But there's, there's some seeds of dissent there too. There's some like, uh, you, I don't trust you as much as you think I need to trust you. Mm -hmm. Okay. Then he proceeds to just beat the shit out of Sonny. I think that was like a super big wake up call to Nick's. Yeah. And, you know, Sonny even says, you know, you are my brother right before he gets thrown out the window. Not anymore. Into the pond. So, I mean, that pretty much, I would say, draws a conclusion to the Pilgrim and Sonny's friendship Mm -hmm. or uh, uneasy, like, uh, talks yeah <laughs> you yeah. know i don't th- i don't think they're gonna go to the local jamba juice there at the natural history museum together <laughs> so i don't know do you have anything else with this particular portion of the episode i, I think that ep- i think that it closes out the episode because that's the next thing we know we see sunny having breakfast with me <laughs> and then like tomorrow on badlands you know mm-hmm. so i think we're done with this episode okay so let's just go ahead and jump into chapter 26 yeah raven's feather phoenix blood mm-hmm. and in this one we get a lot more of the widow and the master i like this part yeah i liked i really enjoyed the part of between the widow and the master of this one okay so am i the only one that was getting the vibe of enter the dragon in the mirrors? In the mirrors. Yeah, me too. That's it, what I was Which is highly ironic because Genius and I, I actually just uh, guest co-hosted uh, the Nerds and Nostalgia podcast, which Genius does live at a tap, Screenland Tapcade here in Kansas City. And we did Enter the Dragon. You just showed Enter the Dragon, which yeah. I thought was very interesting because, you know, we, we see that this show does a loving homage to a uh-huh. lot of different things. Oh, yeah. You know, colors and, you know, musical kind of interactions. But now to see, like, you know, Mr. Hall's right? House of Mirrors, I mean, I thought that was really cool. It has my gratitude. Oh, I see <laughs> what you did there. So we, we see even more of the Widow and the Master, and the, the Master is trying to get the Widow to, I guess, unleash herself or learn how to harness her abilities. At the end of the day, she can turn it on and off like a switch. The Master can turn the power on. Oh, yeah. With everybody. Right. I think what she's doing is she's making her work for that. 
dark cheat to work for that power and truly realize what she needs to do. And it's all in her mind. And she did it fantastic. So we open it up. She's like, okay, I'll give you what you want. You just want the power back. But first. Yeah, it's it's kind of what I what I kind of likened it to in my head was, you know, in Empire, when Luke goes into the cave and meets Vader. You will be. Mm. But no, it's it's kind of like that where the master is setting up the widow in her mind mm-hmm. to try to, you know, control this dark energy. Fight the ultimate enemy. Right. Yeah. So we see the widow is surrounded by a bunch of ninjas that are just throwing like well, she wakes up in Wonderland. Yeah. She, she gets her like ass knocked everywhere. out. Like pip 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 pip. Okay, so no, before we go before we go into her thing, um has it was it just me or did, did I know that the master's eyes lit up like a tigery yellow. Yeah. Right? It was it was very much like a like a yellowish. Has that happened before? Uh, not that I not that I remember. The only time I remember anything like odd happening was just when somebody harnesses their dark chi and, right? and their eyes go black. Right. But and I know that when you use the uh you can use your uh chi, the monks and badgy, and your hand goes yellow or red or something. Mm-hmm. But I've never seen anybody's eyes turn yellow like that. Do you think that's like another side of the chi? Something like the healing kind or something, or a more powerful chi? possibly i mean it is it's the master it is the master so i mean we we could see a chi that we have not seen before yeah anyways an ultimate chi ultimate chi Mm, that sounds like good that sounds like a chip special Mm. (laughs) i'll take the ultimate chi that sounds good but uh no i'll (laughs) i'll have no so the widow wakes up in wonderland uh, besieged by ninjas and again Man, I, I know for a fact, you know, it, this is something that I, that I will go to my grave. You know, to see Into the Badlands get snubbed in the Emmys for so many different things. Some horse shit. Absolutely pisses me off. They get snubbed for, you know, choreography. They get snubbed for story. They get... How in the hell they get snubbed for any type of, like, costume design or, right? like... You know, wardrobe is beyond me because if you just look at the very first sequence when the widow wakes up in kind of widow world, yeah, and she's she's trying to harness widow the, Wonderland, right? She's trying to harness her chi, and you see the ninjas all dressed in blue uh-huh. that are fighting her, but she's in like this blood red like. I don't even know what it is. It looks like a bathrobe slash, like... Warrior gi. Right. And just looking fucking badass, kicking ass in stiletto heels. Yep. As per usual. Emily Beecham fucking killed it in this episode. Yep. She did great. And this was a violent, bloody-ass scene. One in particular, when the two ninjas come down, she pressure points them in the neck where they're, like, paralyzed, right? While she kicks... Straight up gives her the dim mock. Right? While she's kicking people in the fucking face, and then the next thing you know, she takes the paralyzed ninjas, throws them up in the air, brings them down so their elbows protrude out of their arm, and she just, like, looks at them, smiles, and throws them to the side. That is some cold-blooded shit right there. That was fantastic. And I'm glad to see that. Uh, I'm glad to see the Into the Badlands is going back to the brutality factor because you know the first well, they never shied away from it. Well, they they kind of moved away a little bit from it because if you remember, like the pilot, that was the, the the first like three minutes of the pilot was Sonny throwing a spear through one guy, coming out the backside of the guy, grabbing the spear and stabbing another man with the same spear that just came through the first guy. So that's what sold me on the on the show. 
But now you've got like the the absolute brutal piece of it coming back to the show because I mean we've seen fight sequences, we've seen people get sliced up, but I don't think we've seen somebody get their elbows thrown in, in into the thing. Here's the thing. I, I will agree and disagree with you. I think it's always been brutal and violent. I no, just no, no, think, I'm just saying it, that no, level of it's, gore and it's brutality. Now, in this, especially in this second half, now actually I'll even go this episode, uh, season three, even the small fight scenes are pretty fucking brutal and violent. Mm. Like even like not even the set piece ones, right. just like minor ones. But um, no, this is a great scene. And the next thing you know, she just stands there and like looks, she punches that dude through the tree, no, punches him against the tree where the force hits, knocks the bark off the other side. And she does twice. Twice. And then the second time, a tree just falls and she just stands there while this big-ass redwood. She's like, is, come at me, bro. Right? Doesn't even move. Misses her by an inch. She just laughs. And I'm like, oh, you're such a badass, Widow. You're such a badass. So, like, then next thing you know, Gaius comes looking dapper as shit. Yeah. Shout out to Louis Tan, man. Mm-hmm. That was uh that, that that is some sweet garb that they did for this. You're right episode. about the costuming, man. I mean, like it it's it's a thing of beauty it, it, because not only does it tell you whose side everybody's on, but they have all distinct styles. Mm-hmm. But anyway, let's continue. Yeah, so we get we see that the widow is getting her, I guess her her gift back, mm-hmm. but it's only in her mind in this kind of like widow wonder world, like you said. Um, so. You, we get the two guys bro- getting the broken uh, broken arms. We see the interaction now between Gaius and the Widow. Yeah, and we know that this is kind of a dream or an altered sequence because now the Widow is no longer a butterfly. Her it's her house sigil is a scorpion, mm-hmm. which, which is badass because it it's no longer great. it's no longer blue. No. Everything is like blood red. Everything is coated in blood red. But here's the thing: it was the reverse Baron. Mm-hmm. You know, and yeah, because like, if you remember that, you know, Quinn's Quinn was the the maroon Baron, uh huh, you know, with the armadillo, uh huh, and and so then, yeah, yeah, but uh, <laughs> you go into, and here's the thing, it was also reverse Baron because it's the widow who was fighting the Baron the whole time. You walk into her sanctuary. First of all, she's like, this doesn't look right. She walk in there, cogs are being shipped in and abused and branded, and branded and burned. She goes, what the hell? What is this all about? And she, I think she's still thinking, you know, this is not the reason why we fought this war. Right. You know? Because she's the widow. Her whole thing is, like, being good to cogs and whatnot. Yeah, because at this point, you know, the widow knows that they, they fought this war, but at the end of the last episode, Chapter 25, Baron Chow has escaped, mm-hmm. you know? So she's still on the, on the loose, and I think the widow knows that. Yeah. So, because the master even alludes to that and, and says, you know, look, if I hadn't stopped this, you would have been defeated this would have gone on and everything would have been worse for the wear, mm-hmm. you know, but now we've got this altered state where the, the widow is kind of thinking through everything and trying to figure stuff out. Well, now we've got, we got dapper Gaius coming in, you know, uh, and, and he's now her regent. Yeah. Which is awesome. I mean, because he kind of stepped up when they, when they started having like the little, like the love interest piece of it. Mm-hmm. And when he defected from Baron Chow, but I mean, dude, we already know that guys can fight. Oh yeah, He'd I mean, hell, he great... was part of an assassins guild. Exactly, he's a goddamn master ninja. Of course, he can fight. So no, he would make a perfect region, and everything made sense. You know, it wasn't like okay. So for you know how sometimes when time jumps and all things, especially in like Walking Dead, there's sometimes issues where it's like a little confusing. Mm-hmm. This was like it jumped, and you know, this is like alternate Widowverse. 
Yeah, it was just slightly altered. Right. Or after the war, mm-hmm. if if they she would have had Dark Chi from the get, what would happen? And it played well because the next thing you know, she doesn't want to see. She goes, this needs to stop, especially when she sees that Tilda is about to is get her out, is one of the cogs about to get branded. Yep. So she's going, no, 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 no. We don't fight like this. Bring me the one that I saved because she knocked the shit out of them. Almost branded. The, no, she did brand him. Yeah. She, brand she the branded the one guy in his face. face. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> but no. So then she's like, bring her to me. Right. <laughs> yeah. And you, there are a couple times in the episode where Gaius, while, while he's having interactions with the widow, is, is reminding her almost in a kind of like a skeezy way. You know, you you're blacking out. You're forgetting this. Do you not understand this? And he's kind of I, I kind of got the vibe that he was trying to play, play some type of like mental game with her. In a way, I did too, but I also kind of, again, a reverse Baron, because that's what no. happened to the Baron. Right. That's what happened to Baron Quinn. So, like, he had the spells. But I think it was like trying to, one, remind Minerva, who now, I guess, goes by the Scorpion or something. That's mm. her house, right? Minerva the Scorpion. Who she really, who she is, you know? This is what we do. This is how things work, and you're the most ruthless one of them all. I think there was a little bit of that underhandedness just to add a little seed of discontent for later on. But I also think it was all done like this is how we live now. And he because he's open with his feelings for her, you know, and he goes and he's very violent, too. So he's just like, this is what's going on. Yeah. Especially when Tilda tries to when he brings Tilda over because she's like, bring her to me and Tilda comes in. And like, why are you doing this? Oh, how did you know my name? You know, and that made me red flag. Like, okay, wait a minute. You know, that's not the daughter. Right. Next thing you know, she goes, oh, well, I'll live with you. She goes, come and live with me and I'll take care of everybody. Mm-hmm. I'll cool. train you. and Uh-huh. I'll bring my mother and father, right? And like, mother and father? Wait, what? Next thing you know, Tilda's trying to slice the widow. Yeah, because Tilda said, you killed my mother and father. Mm-hmm. And it's a good, it's a one thing good to see that she got sliced and she was about to, about to snap Tilda's neck in half when she got the dark chi, and then she finally did. When she killed Tilda, right, and then had a smile on her face mm-hmm. with that dark chi, I was like, holy shit, that widow has gone crazy. Because, like, the widow I know and love would never have killed Tilda. Beat her ass, yes. And she had. Right? But not kill her. That gave me a shock. Yeah. I mean that was a huge shock for me too because it was just like it was a it was a satisfactory kill as well. I mean it was it wasn't just like oh I killed this person out of self defense. It was like no I choked this chick out mm-hmm. and then I snapped her neck for some DOS effects. <laughs> you know so it was it, it was it was more of a like a pleasure instead of you know just something that had to happen. Yeah, and Gaius is is visibly like what the hell just happened here when he walks back in he's like. Um, mop and bucket man to the widow's chambers, please. Yep. <laughs> and then we find out the reason why that she's trying to kill her is because there's an uprising going on led by mm-hmm. this unknown mystery Raven. person named Raven. And then she goes, okay, well, we need to find out who this Raven is. And they say, we have somebody who here, we just caught him, said that he knows you and has information on Raven. And he called you flea. And I was like, oh shit. Yeah. Only one person. Yep. Badgy. Badgy. And sure enough, he is even even in the prisoner. He still got that blue suit, looking kind of dope. Yeah, you know, looking like a pimp ass Wonka. <laughs> no, that's not the purple one. He's not. Yeah, scam, yeah scamming hobos. <laughs> not yet. Not yet. 
No, but he's talking. He comes and talking shit. And he goes, you know, is this what we're fighting for? Mm-hmm. You know, hearkening back because we got to remember this is still all in her mind. Yeah, and the, the, this is like a almost like a a psychological break, mm-hmm. you know, from what she knows and what she is. I guess she's being manipulated by the dark power. Yeah, and again, he's saying like, look, he. Ray, the guy you're looking for is a lot closer than you think. Mm-hmm. It ain't me, but nice try. And I thought it was Gaius too. Yeah, I, I really did because the 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 widow uses a, you know kind of like a a clever ploy to to seek out the information when she says you know we found these coded messages in your bed chamber and and Gaius knows uh, well you know Raven can have these sent. The widow goes, I didn't say that Raven sent them. So it's just like. But then he has a good point too. He goes, "We're fighting a war with a guy named Raven, right? right now, yeah. So why exactly. wouldn't I assume that you said mean Raven? Come on now, right?" But now it's like very true. But next thing you know, he goes, "Look, I love you and I want to care about you and everything I would do, mm-hmm. I would do it for you." And he, she goes, "I know. That's why I make this so hard. Stick, 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 right?" And then, yeah, up. I was about to say she didn't just stick him. She stuck that knife in him and then and drug it up, sliced, just brutal, like. Psh- and then, like, we like hear, you're field dressing a deer. I know, right? Poor Gaius. Poor Gaius getting killed after showing love. But then we hear who Raven really is, and it's the widow. Yeah, it's the widow. It's the widow dressed in black because we saw a brief flash of her in black. And when she's looking in the mirror, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, that is just one of those blink and you miss it type things. But I was like, okay, I, I see where this is going to go. I wasn't expecting that it was the widow. I thought it was maybe another dark chi trying to come mm. out because like what happened with mk in his do you, so do you think that, so do you think with the widow being raven and minerva being like this this alternate personality do you think this is like the brain you know being conflicted between what she knows and what the dark power is trying to get her to do in a way in a way i believe i think the dark power is actually once again i think it has become a force of good mm-hmm I think it's the dark chi. It all depends on the wielder. And I like the fact that this kind of pulled the wool over her eyes because when once they're about to fight, we realize because she's about to, she's explaining why she's Raven and all that stuff. We find out that the, the widow that we have been following, the uh, scorpion one, is actually evil widow. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that's brilliant. That's yeah, yeah. brilliant. I was like, I was not expecting that. I, th- I was expecting the widow clad in blad- black to be the evil one. But then I forgot, oh, yeah, the widow's always clad in black, mm-hmm. so why wouldn't she be the good one, you know? Yep. So which got me thinking a little bit deeper, even her darkness, because she goes, because she really does go full on dark. After mm-hmm. she kills Tilda, yep. she goes full on dark and killing Gaius without a second thought, you know, after just a suspicion. It made sense that she was the dark one. So when she was like, hey... Even though she's the darkness, she still cared about the cogs. That makes me think, like, you know what? Maybe she, even in her darkest of darkness, she still has that loving and caring aspect of her down there. Maybe. Maybe. Hopefully. I mean, we're, we're going to be scratching the bottom of the soup bowl uh, to, to be able to get to that. Because she dismissed that somewhere. real easy. Right. But that was a great fight scene between the two of them. Dude. That was the, a thing of goddamn beauty. Yeah, between the red and the black and kind of the, <sighs> the way that everything was kind of shot because you got multiple, like, overhead sequences where you know I, I made the joke kind of the curlish of the whoop, 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 that thing. was rad though but the way that they were fighting was awesome because they were making this gigantic swirling pattern on the floor and i mean everything was countered and 
it, just like you said earlier, dude, any any person, male or female, that can fight in any type of heel, let alone like a like a stiletto, stiletto. Heel, holy shit, that's mm-hmm. that's just incredible. Because mm-hmm. I have problems keeping my balance with like tennis shoes on sometimes. <laughs> I mean, I could go barefoot and probably fall over right, right? now. But it's like to be able to do that and be able to you know choreograph that that fight sequence and, and make it look, look so beautiful way, and look graceful. Did, yeah. yeah. It was like, whoa. Yeah, it really blew my mind. And then finally, Stick. We find that uh, that good Minerva killed the Scorpion Minerva. Mm-hmm. And I was like, good. She does She does deserve to have her powers back. Yeah. Welcome back, Widow. Yep. You know? Welcome back. <laughs> Your chi has been figured out. So. <laughs> Hi, Baron Widow. <laughs> ooh, ooh, ooh. So, <clears throat> I think that's the end of that segment. Though, yeah, that's the end of the segment for you know evil evil Minerva and 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 the Good Widow and I like that good switcheroo. Normally, I, I get too. pissed off over the wolf pulling more miles like that and somebody dying that I care about, mm-hmm. but I liked it. Yeah, I liked it a lot. I mean, I I really enjoyed that part too. And you know, I guess the the next segment that we really need to talk about is the Pilgrim again with Sunny. Yeah, because after Sunny gets thrown out of the window, he washes up on shore. He the 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 pilgrim knows that he's still alive, mm-hmm. so he sends out a search party for him. The <laughs> I feel so bad for the dude. It's like red shirt guy from Star Trek <laughs> yeah, I know, right? because it's like if you see something like weird and you know that Sonny's out there. I mean, he is the second most notorious clipper in the Badlands, next to Nathaniel Moon. Mm-hmm. So why are you gonna poke a bear? <laughs> that, yep. That's just like a so Sonny's hiding under like this this brush pile, this like big ass leaf pile. Like and, and the guy gets too close. Uh-huh. The guy gets too close, and Sonny chokes him out. <laughs> just go, go to sleep. sleep. Just <laughs> chokes him out in the woods and leaves him in a pile of leaves. Yeah. He, well, he actually shoves him in the in the sewer drain, yeah, or in the in the waste Mom, pipe. The drain's clogged again. <laughs> so, Sonny goes through the sewer pipe, and he he comes across like the he escapes into Indian Springs. Yeah, I don't know where he was. I mean, was that like a TJ Maxx or like some post-apocalyptic like Marshalls? But uh, it was like a really big warehouse filled with, with like mannequins. mannequins and stuff. And then they're walking around. He's looking for a, like a place to hide, and he sees a wheelchair. And I just turn to you and I go, "Is that Waldo? Waldo. Right? Is the Waldo coming back?" And so then later on, we see him. Uh, planning because he knows that all these like people are looking for yep. him and he, he knows that they're coming for him at some point especially he already dispatched one of them and they're like where's where's uh where'd the red shirt guy go I right don't i don't know um where's well, steve what when yeah. he looking by you and then nix comes in talking to the guy who's looking for his friend is like eh, you're fine let's go let's get out of mm-hmm. here but then again going back to sunny if they've already had one and even if they don't find the body Pilgrim's not going to stop until he's found. Yeah, until he's absolutely 100% positively sure that Sonny is dead. So he better fucking prepare. Yeah, Yeah. because I think, you know, Sonny has the Pilgrim running scared. Oh, yeah. Because the Pilgrim knows that the only way that he was able to beat Sonny was with Dark Chi. Mm -hmm. And if Sonny ever unlocks his Dark Chi, the Pilgrim's screwed. And the Pilgrim's already screwed because before Sonny left, he uh, destroyed the machine. And we Mm -hmm. find out that there's no way the machine's going to get fixed anytime soon. Yeah. Unless, like, the mechanic from Barter Town pulls something out of his ass. Not shipped. Fuel. Right? So, like, yeah. So, Sonny kind of already has him on the ropes in the roundabout way because one 
minus a disciple. Now the badge you took him out, mm-hmm. you know. So there's only like what seven horsemen left plus Nick, so eight. Right. And then okay, so and, eight and a half. Well, I mean, it, you think about it too, is that Nick's has already shown that that she's got serious issues with what the pilgrim does. Oh yeah. Because after the the search party goes out and they don't <clears> find anything, one of the individuals comes back to the pilgrim and kind of reports back. You know, we didn't find anything, but you know, Steve is dead or yeah. the, whatever his name was. And the pilgrim even goes, you know, look, he found what you didn't. And, you know, he's dead for it. The pilgrim goes to harness the dark chi to punch this guy and kill him. Instantaneously. Yeah, it, it wasn't Like, even without hesitation, just slaps the shit out of him on the ground and about to give the killing blow. Right. And Nix jumps in and, like, stops the punch. And so we later find out from Cressida that, you know, Nix is able to control her dark chi without having to cut herself. Mm-hmm. So apparently she's got some type of some type of trick. Which later on in the episode, just a little bitty snippet, we find out that she is using, you know, a, a terrible, you know, angering me- uh, yeah. memory to be able to turn this on and off. An and emotional M- cut right. as opposed to physical right. cut. Right. And that something that MK taught her. Yeah. You know, and so every time that, you know, Cressida had asked her, you know, how did you do that? She goes, well, I just think about this bad thought. Well, then Cressida asked, you know, what's the thought? And she goes, the fact that, you know, the Pilgrim killed Caster. I was like, yeah. oh, shit. She just threw her trump card on right in front of her face. Yeah, I know. She know? just, she just kicked boom. her under the bus. She didn't even throw her. She just nope. kicked her under the bus. That was a bad move on Nick's part. Yeah, I, I thought so, too. That was an extremely bad move. Because, because now it puts a target on her back. Exactly. Especially to Cressida, who's mm-hmm. going to use that information and... She could have said something like, oh, the day he died, not necessarily the day my dad killed him, mm. you know? So, bad move on her part, and I think that's going to bite her real hard in the ass when everything's said and done. Yeah, more yeah. than likely. Yeah. So, I mean, we, we've got that portion kind of, you know, not necessarily wrapped up, but then but Nick's goes yeah. to, Nick, Nick's goes to uh, I guess, out on the search party as well. Because the Pilgrim then tells MK to take the rest of the Harbingers out and find where Sonny's at. Mm-hmm. Well, Nyx goes because she's one of the dark, you know, the dark chi holders. Right. And she actually finds Sonny. They have the conversation and, and she finally comes to this revelation that the Pilgrim is not who he says he is. You know, we're not fighting for a cause. We're fighting for an individual. And that's not what she signed up for. And even before that, we see that Nyx is more on, for lack of a better term, Team Sonny. Because... She has the interaction with MK, mm-hmm. and MK's like, I'm going to find him, and I'm going to kill yeah, him. Yeah, I'm going to kill him, yeah. And I'm going to do everything. And she, and she even calls him out. She goes, look, how many mothers have we killed? How many mm-hmm. people have we done because we're just following orders? I mean, I understand you're pissed off, and you can hold a grudge, but that's what we do. Yeah, and MK so pops right back to her. You know, I grew up without a mother, so Henry can grow up without a father. And that's so, some cold blood shit. It's cold blooded, but dude, I'm telling you right now, if Sonny ever figures out how to unlock his dark chi, MK doesn't stand a chance. Oh, MK would barely stand a chance with Sonny in full strength. The only reason why she he kicked and got the drop on him because he got the drop on him, right? You know, because exactly. he's, because Sonny in the title he was like, "Hey, MK, let's hang out. What's going on? Like you fucking did this." Sucker punch. And I'm like, God damn it. <laughs> God damn it, MK. But so anyway, so Nix is kind of protecting his ass. And she helps him when it comes down to it because Sonny's hiding in the mannequin factory mm-hmm. and he's like making another bait and switch and it pissed me off. He's over there talking shit. He's making like poison darts and he goes, you know, you always train me how to be a badass and be for every situation, but I don't know if you trained me for this, huh, Waldo? And I was like, yes, Waldo's back, right? But then he turns around and it's a fucking mannequin in a wheelchair and I'm like, no, oh, where's Waldo? Where- 
Yeah, you like that one? Bravo, good sir. <laughs> Bravo. But with with the two harbingers <clears throat> that come in and, and they they finally, I guess, discover where Sonny's at. Sonny's able to kill one of them before he can activate his dark right. chi, which was smart. Yeah, that was really smart. But then the the second one actually activates the dark chi, and I it was a it was a female harbinger, wasn't mm-hmm. it? So you know, Sonny's Sonny's about to get killed, and then all of a sudden, you know. I'll let you say it. Go ahead <laughs> with, with with what Nix does. Go ahead. I know you want to. No, I'll, I'll I'll take the high road. No, 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 no. Go go right ahead. What she said. What, I forgot. What did I say? When Nix throws the mannequin. Oh on. yeah 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 yeah. That's right. That's right. That's right. Mi- Mi- so Nix. So Nix. <laughs> that's right. I was like, I forgot what. I, okay. So anyway, so Nix. So the the, the dark chief man has got fucking Sunny on the rope, and all of a sudden, just this big like piece of mannequin comes through and impales him we find out that it's a part of the it's, we find out that nix gives sunny a hand <laughs> apparently genius thought that that was way more funny than everybody out there in podcastville uh, whatever man I, I, I couldn't help it it just gave me such a laugh because you see this bloody mannequin hand and like nix is like you're like i'm gonna help you out and i'm like yeah you gave me a hand <laughs> uh, and then nix is like i didn't sign up for this shit and so, yeah and, and her and sunny have the conversation uh, about you know how <laughs> how i guess corrupt or morally bankrupt the the pilgrim has become with his mm-hmm. his search for this you know this godlike power because the the pilgrim has said that a couple times you know we are no longer we are no longer prophets we are gods right you know so it's like multiple oh, times wait a minute this guy's kind of a, a little bit weird mm-hmm. so while this is all going on you know Baji is taking henry back to gaius and uh and, and discovers gaius and tilda along the way um, so they all go in tow to the, the camp where they were supposed to go in the first place. They get some really good interplay between there because, like, I guess Henry shats himself and <laughs> Bashy doesn't want to change him. Well, it's funny because, like, we're used to this action, these old action movies, and they're like, okay, we have to get going and we'll mm-hmm. save the day. Let's go. And then... Ooh. <laughs> and, like, Gaius turns away in like, disgust. Oh. Bashy's just like... Err. Cause you're so used to every all these action years, like okay, let's go kick ass. Next uh, scene, fight, 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 fight. You forget that there's a baby shitting, so it's like yep. it's just a funny little throwaway line. I liked it. It was a good, very uh, good point of levity in this, dude. And I, I love the levity that they allow Nick Frost to, yeah. to bring. Yeah, and uh, you know, being able to play off the other characters of, of Tilda and Gaius was just. I thought it was awesome, just because it's like those are two of the most serious people on the show. Yeah. And now all of a sudden this baby's crapping and somebody has to change the diaper. It's just like, oh, that's kind of funny. Actually, well, Speaking of other interactions with Badgie, the next one we see the coming up because they're taking the baby to Lydia, mm-hmm. Lydia's camp. When he runs into Big Sherm, when he runs into the, Sherman the, Augustus the, and Nathaniel Moon, and Nathaniel Moon's like, what the fuck is he doing here he goes, hey look who it is and badgie's just talking shit he's he's talked shit to nathaniel moon probably every single time they've had an interaction right? on screen which has been awesome because the the thing that we see is like you know badgie starts to walk into lydia's camp and he's in and Baji even tells Lydia, you know, hey, Sonny sent me. Can you look after the baby or whatnot? And Nathaniel Moon does like the little hand dagger thing, uh-huh. but it's, it's like supposed a to be off, like a like middle a finger. Yeah, yeah. I was just like, oh, dude, that's awesome. So, 
I mean, it, it, like the moments of levity that they give to Nick Frost are just amazing. So, you know, to see all the other characters kind of be able to get their get their lick in with that is is just cool. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, anytime you put, you know, anytime you put Nathaniel Moon on there, I mean, ever since the third episode of the second season, I mean, dude, he's been one of my favorite characters yeah. just because he's a badass. Yeah. I mean, he's a dude, he's a metal, he's a guy with a metal hand that can kick serious ass. And then, so he's over there talking to Lydia and he goes, yeah. He's explaining we have to do this. To, we're sunning. We mm-hmm. have to. We have to go finish this so we can finish the war. And then Lydia, uh, Lydia comes up. Well, the war is almost done. It's the widow and got Baron Chow's on the ropes. And he goes, No, 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 no. You have no idea what war we're talking about. Mm-hmm. There's even something bigger. Kind of like again. This isn't just the the battle of the barons, right? You know this this is the battle for the world. Yeah, this is like the Night's Watch. You know what I'm saying? This is coming. This is like the walkers coming. Mm-hmm. We have bigger fish to fry, and let me. We need your help. I need to go get that help. Yeah, and Baji even says, you know, look, he only has eight, mm-hmm. but that's more than that, that. That's more than what he needs. Mm-hmm. You know, because they have this uncontrollable power, and like you know, Nathaniel Moon even says, you know, look, we'll we'll go out there and kick their ass, and Baji goes, no, no, we won't. No, we won't. You don't <laughs> even know what's going on. <laughs> you, gonna... you have no idea what's going to happen here. This is not normal warfare, right? And then they're like, okay, I'm going to go save the day. And he goes, you can't leave the baby here and just go off and gallivant and hide. And he goes, no, no, no. I'm going to go help because I have to. Mm-hmm. Which is good on Badgie because normally he would run and off and hide again. Yep. But the fact that he's going to go, you know, save the baby. We got other things to do. I'll be back with help. I know someone who might be able to help. He's going to go to the master? No, he was actually uh, he was gonna go to the uh, the the witch. That's Sunny, right? That that was what Sunny was gonna do. Yeah, I don't. I, I think that Baji is gonna go to the the master because I think between the the evil witch or the the mad witch uh-huh. and the master, I think they're gonna be able to get some type of plan to figure out how to either shut off the the harbingers or thwart stop the pilgrim the in some way. Stop yeah. something, yeah. Because we find out that 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 yeah. Sonny has the plan to go see the Mad Witch mm-hmm. with Nixon Toe, mm-hmm. and Badgie's off on his own little side mission. But now that Sun, now that Nathaniel Moon, Lydia, Tilda, and Gaius are all there, now knowing what's going on, mm-hmm. knowing, well, the widow can probably handle herself, but we got to find Madame Chow to finish this off right but now they're in the where of like there's bigger fish to fry and i hope that like badgie comes back with the widow in tow saying look let's fuck shit up yeah you know i mean and i think i think that's gonna break down i think we're gonna have a little bit of like backstory between you know what what all occurred between the widow and badgie you know to kind of turn them on on like sour uh, sour grapes on one another yeah um but I definitely think we're going to see a lot more with those two in mm-hmm. the next episodes. And I, I mean, I honestly can't wait because I mean, they they have very they have very different fighting styles, but both of them are equally as fe- as, as effective as the other. Yeah. So I mean, it, both of them uh, apparently have dark chi. So mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's going to be. We, can you imagine a dark one like a a dark one Baji? That'd be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> he literally would be Kung Fu Panda. So he would be throwing everything, in, including the kitchen sink at people. Right. Like the literal kitchen sink. Boonk. So there's two more things we yep. need to talk about. One is MK and Nyx. Mm-hmm. They finally come to like a head, I guess you'd mm-hmm. say. And I I'm a, I would put my money on Nyx all day. Oh, I would too. All I mean, day. We, we've already seen her fight. You know, yeah. back when... Back when quote crestor you know back when <laughs> back when caster was still alive but now she actually has a reason to fight it's not uh-huh. anger 
Yeah. You know. And that's all MK has. Mm -hmm. That's all he has. And so it's like, come on, dude. First of all, take a step back. Right. He saved your life multiple times. Mm Mm-hmm. And he's doing it for his child. He's yeah, not doing it for himself. Fuck it's, Henry. Not, it's, not a, it's not a selfish um, undertaking. Right. You know, this is for something bigger than himself. And Nick's calls him out of it. And I think he needs yeah, good to good for that. her. Yeah. Yeah. So, again, I like Nick's team Nick's. But now here's one thing that I really want to talk about. I was skeezed out in this episode. Me too. That was unnecessary. You know, at first it was like, okay. Well, let's set it, let's set it up in what we're talking about. Oof. We, we have an interaction Oof. where the pilgrim is in the bathtub just kind of relaxing from his pilgrim stuff. And <laughs> pilgrim's going to do what pilgrim's going to yeah. do. <laughs> Every day I'm pilgriming. But Cressida is in the, the, the bed chamber with him, like in the bath. And what did you call it? Quaker oats and nose <laughs> yeah no, he's doing in his own film no so anyway let's before we get to that part so it starts off innocent enough right and yeah, she, in a roundabout way right and Cressid is talking Talk, to the pilgrim yeah. about you know what he, happened he expended with, his, he expended his dark chi uh-huh and, take it easy you know let me rub your shoulders you got you're all scarred up from the fight you had a long day watch out for nicks you know mm-hmm. which again and he goes no i just sometimes i just feel like i'm impotent and then next thing you know he put she puts her hand in the bath water and is like impotent is not what you are tickle 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 right <laughs> and so i was like oh yeah, i was right? about to say let's let's try to keep it disney on the episode because it was because like we okay because here's the thing yeah you know so i get he we've she, never really got that dynamic no like what that dynamic is no there was a part of the beginning maybe when she was doing the uh the the, the ritual suspension. with the suspension a little bit but then later on we're like okay it's more of a mother figure right yeah it's it's more like a high priestess and it like still yeah. is and that's what makes everything so gross because look anyway so she's there like saying you had a rough day here let me rub your shoulders and then tickle tickle and then she goes oh it can get she goes oh you can do so much more greater things and she takes off the and he's like oh my right he's, <laughs> even, he's even got the like what's happening here but i'm gonna go with he it had, he and, had the he had the 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 girls 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 look the mrs no, garrett look no and so he's like oh okay i'll listen and the next thing you know she starts disrobing and i was like oh at least it was it didn't go full on Game of Thronesian, where like they're right. just showing, yeah, we didn't just see showing a Cersei banging and, each other. Yeah, we didn't know? see a Cersei and all, Jamie kind of moment. But it was still enough to give me heebie jeebies and just the be like, heebiest of jeebies. The heebiest of jeebies going, no, don't diddle your mother figure. This is gross. You know? Ah, I don't, I could have gone the whole series without that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Well, let's not let that take you away. It's not from... taking me out of it because, like I said, we've but seen yeah, Game it, of it Thrones, is... but it's still like that was a dynamic we didn't need. But I was like, oh, you guys are vile. I don't know if I could trust, like, you know, incest diddling, <laughs> no matter what kind of god you are. That's Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm with you on that <sighs> one. That, that one kind of threw me for a loop, too, <sighs> because I was just like, what, what are we witnessing here? He's getting a sad handy in the fucking bathtub, and he's got to sit in his own filth. <laughs> 
Like, just, uh, ah, no. Anyway. Uh, I guess that's how they do it at the Natural History Museum. Well, and, and the part Releasing that, the dark cheese. The, the part that I had an issue with, I mean, that, that really didn't that really didn't do much in terms of, like, you know, making me like or hate those characters. It made them creepy. But, yeah, that's what I'm saying. It didn't, it didn't like, for me, personally, it didn't really do anything in terms of, like, you know, driving their character. Off. I already know he's the bad guy. I already know exactly. he's evil. I didn't know need to know he's like but i guess that's another way of showing that cressida is manipulating him yeah i mean she's the master manipulator yeah Yeah. (laughs) so with that aside because that was a a smaller snippet of the episode um we we see that you know that that we're gonna have sunny off to try to find the mad witch Uh we're gonna see baggy off to try to find flea slash minerva slash the widow Uh and the master i mean so that's, I mean, that's pretty much setting all of our Lines characters are in motion. Mm-hmm. MK is now uh, fully Team Pilgrim. Yep, Team Pilgrim. Nyx is Team uh, Team Sunny, yep. which I think is great. I do too. So do we have anything else with this episode you want to talk about? Mm-mm. Okay. So like we do in all our episodes, we are going to rank both of them from a scale of 1 to 10, 10 being the highest. On Chapter 25, the first episode that we saw after the, the, the long hiatus, mm-hmm. what did you think of that one? I'm going to go seven and a half on that one. Okay. I think it would have been higher, but like I said earlier, my expectations set myself up to fail on that one. Okay. I, yeah, after the long hiatus, you yeah, expect a little I bit more. I expect a little bit more bang you, for my you buck. You expected more kung fu treachery? Yeah. I like what I got. I just wish I got a lot more. Gotcha. Okay. So and then on chapter 26, the, the episode that we just got done watching. Mm-hmm. What would you, how would you rate that one? I'm an, Originally, I was going to go like eight and a half, but because I got skeeved, I'm going to go down eight. I just think like it skis me out and it didn't really add. It took a little <laughs> bit away the score because I was like, this this is episode is great. It's got Minerva kicking ass. It's got all this kind of action. And it's got funny moments. <laughs> right. Uh, but it's still a really damn good episode, but I'm going to stick with my eight. Yeah. And, you know, on chapter 25 for me, I'm actually going to go with like a seven and a half mm-hmm. um, because I think, you know, coming back to the way that we did after the pilgrim has all the dark chi and he takes the the dark chi from Henry, I think, you know, setting that guy up for being the big baddie is, is pretty yeah. awesome because I mean, we already, yeah. we always had the inkling that he was going to be a bad guy, but we didn't know to what extent, like he was, he was trying to harness this power. Yeah. But now we know it's just for his own, like, you know, furthering his own exploits. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm going to go seven and a half on that one. And on chapter 26, I'm actually going to go with like a seven, you know, because the the, the rubbing and the tubbing, um, the, <laughs> that portion did skis me out. It didn't affect my score. I just think that there were portions of the story that didn't necessarily need to be told. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I really, really liked the, the widow piece of it and mm-hmm. how, how it kind of played in the, like the theater of her mind. Yeah. And dude, the costumes on point. I mean, like always, I think the only thing I wish, you know, shout out to big Sherm Augustus. I want more Nathaniel moon. Yeah. And I think we're going to get probably the, the, one of the biggest battle sequences. And I think he's probably going to be one of the most integral parts. Oh yeah. Because he has been underutilized in these two episodes. He's kind of been, you know, Lydia's caretaker since she got injured at the, uh, the, the mid season break. And now he's just more, just there he's mm-hmm. he's in the background but i yeah. think he's going to be a bigger person to play along with tilda and gaius oh yeah yeah because you're you're sidelining three of the best fighters in the badlands mm-hmm. i think in the end of the day sherman gus is going to be the ace in the hole to, to turn the thing to i hope scale. so yeah. I, hope, I hope he takes that that middle finger short sword and like <laughs> goes right through the pilgrim mm-hmm. so that i think that would be an awesome way to to end the uh the series 
So with that being said, you got our scores. I want to remind everybody that we will be back next Tuesday mm-hmm. with the episode dropping because uh, Into the Badlands does air on Mondays. Yep. We will be back on Mondays with episodes for Walking Dead. For the so Walking for the next Dead. two weeks. No, next week they'll be the only one you'll yep. hear us twice until Game of Thrones, Game of Thrones. starts on yep. April 14th. So on behalf of my co-host, Genius P.E., I'm Dustin. <laughs> I'm going to try and get unskeezed with a clean bath.